Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to Half Third Fantasy Podcast, episode 49. I'm your host Peter, joined by Tom and Gunnar. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm not bad, thanks for asking. How are you, Gunnar? Yeah, I'm doing very well, thank you. Excellent. Okay, this is our second of our Euro Roundup, so we'll get stuck right in. Match day two, I want your point score, who helped for you, and your combined score and rank. So, Gunnar, go. Yeah, my total game week points was 41 points. Remember, I didn't make any transfers because I missed the deadline. Uh, it's a two points from Lukaku, six from Depay. I captain Ronaldo in the end for 18 points. Ferran Torres got me one. Carrasco got me one as well. Berardi, uh, six points. And then a point each from Hinteregger, Torres, Male, and Simon Kier in defense. And three points from Chesney in goal. Yes. Would that give you a total then after match day two? Uh, that was 41 points. Right, okay. Tom, same you? Yeah, I got 59 points total. Up front, I had Mbappe, two points. Lukaku, two points. Sterling, three points. Wijnaldum, three points. Olmo, two points. Captain Yaramilenko, 20 points. Insigne got me three. Uh, back line was Spinazola, six points. Mooney, two points. Denzel Dumfries, 14 points, and Loris, uh, two points in goals. I give you 59? Yeah. Right. I had Donnarumma in goals for six points. Hernandez didn't play, so I missed two points there. Zinchenko, two. Dumfries for 14. Nisagi, three. Omo, two. Wijnaldum, three. Sterling, three. Mbappe, captain, wrong choice, four. Lukaku, two. And Griezmann, six. So that was, I made the wrong choice up front with the captain. And that gave me 104 points all in. So, what was your rank after match day two? Mine was at half to pretty much turn now 237k. Tom, rank? I think mine half as well. I'm 702,382. 1.4 million last time. Yeah, you will. That's right. And Gunnar? Yeah, small green arrow. I'm up to 660k. I think it was around 850 last time. Not too bad. Still think the target is. I think we'll get inside the top 100k by end it, Tom? Uh, possibly. <laughs> Gunnar? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think this he's seen there just a quick, this a one game week, and not a particularly good game week, I didn't think, but I have 475k at return on 30k, like that. We know what we're doing chip-wise, well, supposedly we know what we're doing chip-wise, you think a lot of the casuals drop out as the game goes on, that you might see a 
rank shooting up week by week, as long as you've obviously hit the right people. So, I'll ask you the last time as well, how are you enjoying the second game week of the tournament? How do you think it's went? I'll start with you, Gunnar. Anybody stood out for you, any surprises? Well, maybe not so much as a surprise, but Germany have, like, turned it around. I mean, uh, they wasn't that bad against France, uh, I thought, but then now they're, they're full on in tournament mode and uh, really show what they're about uh, against Portugal. Same, same lineup as well. I would have personally probably made a few changes. Manager proved me wrong. They, they really turned it on. It was, was good to see Gozins. I thought he had a really good game, two assists and a goal, plus that uh, goal in like the fifth minute that was ruled out for offside. Um, like I say, I wouldn't say they, they surprised me, but they really turned it on. Now Italy, uh, unbeaten, haven't conceded a goal. Uh, I, I seen a tweet from Daniel Storch saying uh, he reckons they're dark horses. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, easy to see now after three wins, top in their group. Um, yeah, and Scotland held their own against England as well. I thought they did pretty well. Same question to you, Tom. Uh, yep, I'd agree with Gunnar Italy-wise. Um, three clean sheets as well, so the defence is looking really good. So um, I was looking at who they could face after this and I think Holland just scored there by the way uh, I was looking to see who the, the face after this and the, the face second in Group C which they're currently battling it out Austria uh, or Ukraine so it's not a bad fixture for them either going forward so I'm potentially maybe thinking about a triple up um, Wales again another good result Turkey my shout as the dark horse was uh, pretty rubbish <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't see them progressing well they're not going to progress um, who else? Uh, Holland. Uh, Denzel Dumfries is really standing out. Uh, I think he's pretty high for XG as well amongst all players. He missed, an, abs- he missed an absolute set in the first half of this game as mm-hmm. well. I thought he was going to score again. Well, in the first game he had he scored, but he also had two big chances missed as well. So um, he's definitely a threat in front of goal. I'll find next year. Dead space. Any ad gonna Tom's looking? <laughs> uh, so while while we're recording now, uh, North Macedonia against Netherlands, that, that game is on. And uh, I've just seen that Dumfries, he's been subbed in ha- uh, at halftime for Steven Berghuis. So that's no clean sheet huh. points there. Oh dear. I'd even clock him get off there. There we go. But I suppose, I suppose what you look at that is then, as long as it's not an injury, that's him now the game's put to bed. He should be ready to rock and roll for the next round onwards. Fair, yeah. And they get more space in between games, I believe. It goes to three to four good days, so there shouldn't be any risk of rotation, especially when we deep the tournament. Found XG yet, Tom? Yeah, it's 1.2, which uh, is 90. So. That's not bad for a guy that's playing at the full-back row, is it? Aye. That's the highest. His XG is highest amongst defenders, anyway. So he's got good attacking returns. Um, again, Scotland held their own, which was decent. Spain not quite, not quite meeting expectations. Uh, but I still fancy Morata Moreno up front. I think they've, they've got the the next fixture isn't looking too bad against Slovakia. So. Hopefully some goals there. 
Well, I was going to the next point, how we're going to attack game week three, or how we have attacked since we started, obviously. Have you got any more stats you want to give first, Tom, or are you finished with that? I don't know why we've always not finished. Um, well, the highest, team-wise, the highest XG per 90 is actually Portugal, 2.34, so lots of potential there. And then second after that is uh, Holland with 2.32 per 90, so those are maybe the teams to focus on when looking at attackers. And that was before the Hollands have just banged in two goals, so. So that'll change again. That'll change again. Right. Okay. So match day three. Then, how do we go about it? We're all on the wild card. So, girl, you want to talk through your team? How you went? What your thought process was? So we we got the Italy lineup before the deadline. Um, so I've gone with two uh, players: a striker and a midfielder, Bellotti and Chiesa. When in hindsight, probably. Uh, should have invested in the Italy defense because they both blanked. I think uh, Mbolo was my second striker who only got two points as well. I had Shakiri in my team for pretty much until like all my drafts uh, until the final one when I swapped him for Kimmich. So yeah, no points from from Mbolo there yesterday, and then I missed out on the Shakiri points. Malen, he's currently playing. He's got an assist. He's my third striker. And I have Yarmolenko, Chiesa, and Kevin De Bruyne, who I switched the captaincy armband to. In defense, I have Hody Alba, Munier, Andy Robertson, and uh, Dumfries, who's now been taken off already. And Stecklenburg, the Dutch goalie in goal. And on my bench, Unai Simon for Spain, Havertz, Kimmich, and Gosens for Germany to come on on the, on the last part of match day three. So plenty of scope for... Game week to be kick off, still to go anyway. Yeah. Hey Tom, how did you attack game week three? You've went a bit different. You went for a differential team, I believe. You mentioned it a bit a minute ago. That's right. I I try to pick players that I, that I thought was wouldn't be highly owned, but I also want to attack teams that are playing, um, like Diddy teams basically. So Ukraine still have something to play for, and I've been quite impressed with them. So I went Yarim Chuk and Yaramalenko. Um, I also tripled up on Germany. Again, they've got something to play for. They're playing against Hungary, who arguably are the, the whipping boys. Uh, uh, oh wait, I'm looking at my, I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking at my match day three squad. That's what we're doing. That's right, yeah, match day three. I have to how you set up a match day three. Oh, I <laughs> completely lost today. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I've tripled up on Germany. I've still got something to play for in the plain hungry who's the whipping boys. I went Nabri uh, in midfield, uh, Gosens and also Kimmich as well. In terms of expected assists per 90 minutes, Gosens is actually third amongst all players. So decent attacking returns. And I think Hungary are pretty low down for XG, one of the, if not the lowest. So possibly a clean sheet there as well. Um, up front as well as Jan Chuck, I went uh, Griezmann and Maratta as well. I still expect Spain to do well, and Maratta is well. That's pretty decent high up for XG as well, but I can't I can't find a number for that. Um, Kevin De Bruyne, as I said last week, I thought he would. I thought he's going to play against Finland. He still needs to get some minutes under his belt. And that's about it, really. Jordi Alba, uh, Spanish defender, went for him. Uh, Nego, again, for Hungary, just to free up some money. <laughs> uh, again, 
I went for Simone against Slovakia and I've also got the Russian goalkeeper against Denmark as well. Right. Uh, he was pretty cheap too. Okay, so all on through mine then. I've done the same as you, Gunnar. I went for the Italians because I seen the news. I went for Belotti up front. She is a midfield, but I brought a defender in Emerson. I was going to bring in two Italian defenders, but I really did basically in the day shut out it because it was a totally changed team when I should have just stuck with what I first thought. Uh, I've backed me in goals right now, which actually was a mistake. I said to Gunnar off pod, I actually thought I was bringing a Ukrainian goalkeeper and I went and clicked on the Austrian goalkeeper. But as it turns out, as it stands in outs, it's all right, because one of the bottom is clean sheet swiped out, but I'm not half an hour to go, so that could all change. Uh, Defence, Munier for Belgium, Stones in against Czech Republic, De Bruyne, Nabry, Yamalenko up front, I've already mentioned Bolotti, Mboli for Switzerland didn't work, Malin's the captain right now, so he's got eight points. On the bench is Simon for against Spain, against Slovakia, sorry, Gossens, Mount for England and Torres for Spain. So can I all kind of base cover for the next two days? So after this, there's another wild card last 16. Of course, we don't know the fixtures yet, but we've got a rough idea. Tom's mentioned teams will be the XG and whatsoever. So what is the plans for the last 16 wild card? I'll start with you, Tom, because you kind of had the rocks on it worked out. Um well depending on who goes through, I'm probably looking at a triple up on Italy. Uh, as I said, Holland are pretty high for XG, so probably looking at uh, Wijnaldum, DP and Dumfries, maybe even a, trip, a triple up there, going for all three of those guys. Uh, it's it's not it's not really between two teams, it's, it's quite a number of teams, because they're playing third, whoever's in group D, E or F, and there's still teams that have got quite a lot to play for. Uh, apart from Holland and Italy, uh, Wales pretty much know who they're going to play, it's either Russia or Finland. So Gareth Bale might even be an option there as well. Um, it's, it's, it's quite hard to it's quite hard to say because we don't really know what players and who they're going to play opponent-wise. I'm sure Belgium are more, more likely to have an easier opponent as well. So again, probably looking at likes of Lukaku. Uh, we'll need to see how Kevin De Bruyne does tonight. Uh, Hazard as well might be an option. Also Mounier. Um, again, what I see France have maybe sort of haven't performed to their expectations as well. So, what what see how they do as well. But again, expecting those guys to go through too. Okay, good on same question yourself. Yeah, maybe I, on France, I agree with Tom. Uh, we need, I am expecting them to go through. Uh, we would have to wait and see who they're then actually playing because. We haven't had any like big returns from them yet. Uh, the Dutch, I'm expecting probably we all go with the same triple up there. Like like Tom said, Depay, Dumfries and Wijnaldum scored again today. Italy probably go with three players. And as Tom has worked it out, if play, Wales played, what was it? Denmark or, or Russia? Yeah, Russia or Finland. Russia and, or Finland. Then Bale is definitely a shout. I, I picked out uh, Connor Roberts as my Wales differential when we did the previews. He's already scored, so uh, maybe he could be a cheap enabler. And then, uh, so Germany play Hungary. Hungary have both have played both the games at home in front of sixty thousand. Now they play away in Germany, uh, so I'm I'm t- I'm expecting it to be 
although Hungary are no pushovers, but yeah, but I'm, I'm expecting it to be a bit easier. And then uh, if, if Germany continue with the form that he showed against Portugal, then I'm expecting myself to have two or three uh, German players as well in the next round. Yeah, I can't agree with both. It's just a matter of you pick the teams you fancy. I mean, Italy, definitely. Belgium, France. I suppose the thing you've got to work out is you get an extra £5 million to spend, I believe, but obviously it's going to be a team full of assets. So you're going to have to try to spend and find players for teams like Wales, maybe, if you think they're going to get through. But then after that, you get another, I believe it's four or five transfers. So you just got to try to work out who you're going to do. Obviously, you still get a limitless chip left, so you can use that mm-hmm. in the quarter discuss that as well. But it'd be nice to see once the actual draw is out there. And you do have a couple of days, this, I think it's finished Wednesday night, is that right? Yep. And then there's no games till Saturday? There's no games till Saturday, yeah. You've got two full days of tinkering your squad and having a look at the label and elsewhere and see what you can fancy. And then you're, you're going to obviously get the team news from the first game again, so what round that? Anything to add to this, Tom, before we move on? Um, only just... It's probably important to wait and see who's playing who because... It's the last 16. The teams are going to half, down to eight. So you don't want to be taking a lot of risks because if your team, if a lot of the teams that you're, you're backing get papped out, you're only going to get, is it three transfers between the last 16 and last eight? It's three, it's three or four. I think it may be right three. Yep. Mm. Still not a lot. If you're, if you're taking a lot of risks, it's still not a lot to sort of change your team around, especially if you're looking at maybe triple ups on teams that, you know, bit shaky, might not get through, so just beware. Maybe try and back the ones you think are going to be certs rather than get too risky at this round, because there's plenty more transfers to come as the game progresses as well. So, Pittsburgh, well, we can say if Scotland get through and they play Holland, you back Holland, but they're saying the Scotland further backs to the wall type stuff, so maybe not. Have to wait and see. <laughs> uh, next week, I won't be on the podcast. I believe, Gunnar, you're taking over hosting duties, and you and Tom will be doing the last 16 talk. So a well card, not well. I want my well card, well card reveal. So I'll get that uploaded to these. But Gunnar's taking responsibilities next week. All right, Gunnar. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. Ready? Get your highlighters out. Ready to rock and roll. Perfect. Okay, that is us finished then, guys. If you, what I didn't ask you to plug your stuff last week, so I forgot all about that. So Tom, want to plug your merch? Yep, I have FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. Pretty quiet through the summer, but we're back next season for some more Scottish. FFS content and also FPL. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Gunnar? Yeah, I'm at Gunnar underscore FPL. Pretty quiet as well uh, at the minute on the Twitter, but when the FPL and the Scottish fantasy kicks off again, uh, I'm sure there'll be more happening on there as well. Right. And follow me at Fantasy Half. So again, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And we'll be back again next week. Say goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.